Hello and welcome to the Round Robin Podcast. I'm your host this week, Ben Ward, back from the grave. And I've got Luke too and Rob Fersland here I with me. I never thought this day would come. I was going to say, Rob sounded really deep then. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You panicked a little bit. It's like, hang on, who's this mysterious oh, stranger? Oh, fuck. I guess He's back. Me, back in the editing desk, just like, what the hell? <laughs> After, I don't know, how many weeks have been gone? Like, I couldn't put a number on it, mate. It's been a while. It's been a little while, yeah. Welcome back. So I'm back. How are you um, doing? Doing good? Doing good. Yeah, so uh, straight into it. So... I've got a bit of a moral dilemma for you guys. Have you guys ever heard about it? I think it's the prisoner dilemma is what they call it. No, but please tell me more. Is it how did Epstein kill himself? Yes, uh, that's the spoiler alert. <laughs> Don't think he did. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, this one is... So you are a member of a gang, both yes. of you. Yes. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The finger guns um, right there. Pow, pow. Hardcore. Pow, you've, pow. you've both been arrested. Oh. You're both, uh, both of you are confined away from each other and have no way of communicating okay. with the other member. Are we friends? Or are we just two people who have been around? You're, you're in a gang. Oh, so, so, you're, you should so be we're f- more than friends. We're yeah, we're, we're brothers, oh right? Oh my God. Brotherhood. Okay. The police do not have enough evidence to convict both of you with major charges and instead offer you and the other member a bargain. You have two choices. You can A, remain silent, or B, betray the, member, the other member and testify that he committed the crime. Isn't this just the show where you both have like money? Yeah, yeah. Well, it we sounds have, like you it, isn't it? You have two balls in your hand for You can either money. steal yeah. or share. Or share. Yeah. Well, there's there are three consequences to this action. Right. So if you betray the other member and he remains silent, you'll be set free, uh, set free, and he will serve three years in jail. Oh no. Uh, but this also works vice versa. If you remain silent and he betrays you, you serve three years in prison. Um, be- Are we going to act this out? We're just a silent podcast. Yeah, we're not going to talk to the rest <laughs> of the, each other rest like of the, the day. Eyes and you better not fucking betray me. B, if you betray the other member and he betrays you, you both serve two years in prison. Okay. Mm-hmm. And C, if you and the other member both remain silent, you only serve one year in prison. What if I just confess? <laughs> Oh no, the unforeseen fourth option. Fuck it, I did it. I imagine that means you get three years in prison. Or if you just like write him out and confess it. But the thing is, but the thing is, at the same time, Rob has no way to. uh, Yeah, Rob would have no way to tell what you're saying. I mean, it's not really a moral problem. We would just understand, like, we would have. We already have this in our heads that if we did get caught, we would know what the crime was. We would know probably what the police have. And we would yeah. work it out that way, logically. Logically, yeah. but if you're picked, if you but if you're to pick from the three options presented, oh, between giving between, Rob up or just not saying anything. Yeah, but remember that if you both accuse each other, then you, we both go you, in. You both go in. I mean, it was, to me, it, if it's just an outright, we're just in this situation, and I have no backstory. I would just remain silent. I mean, I'd do the same. Most likely, it's one of those things where. It, again, without being in there, and I would, like, you even have to consider if you put context in, it becomes even more kind of like a going to stay silent because yeah. we all know what happens to snitches. They, <laughs> they find yeah. themselves hanged in prison. If yeah, if you both got like, if you both got in trouble by both snitching, or if you didn't snitch and the other guy snitched, you would you would be in, and the other guy would be a snitch, and your other gang would probably end up you know getting yeah. with them. You, yeah. you wouldn't have the same life regardless so you might as well go out like the not dickhead it's like and if you both snitch on each other then that's going to be a very awkward two years together in prison I don't if think you both in the same cell if you both stay <laughs> silent then you've got a body in prison what for that year <laughs> system would be like well, almost chuck him in the same cell you know? <laughs> <laughs> well the same one that lets Jeffrey Epstein hang himself somehow oh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean it doesn't seem like that much of a moral conundrum massive... when you think about it but it's kind of the thing is like so 
if you both stay silent, obviously, if you say you don't want to go to prison, which not many people fuck do. the system, you know. <laughs> it depends. Well, should we say it's like a really shitty prison? Like, yeah, we're well, talking like Guantanamo Bay style. This this prison should not exist, and if you go there, it's essentially hell. Yeah, let's imagine that. Like, yeah, so like, what do you do in that situation? Like. Uh, <laughs> if, if like if the stakes are higher yeah the stakes change things so it's more of a would i bring you down with me because i know for a fact that if it's that bad and both of us would probably rat the other one out yeah absolutely i'm not like if, if it's like the thing going to be going to living hell what the option is risk going in for three or going for two which is a bit more manageable you know thing is yeah if i rat you out but i'm in fear for two but the thing is, if I don't rat you out at all and you rat me out, I'm in for free. And that becomes very awkward. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Afterwards, so I'll just say, "Oh, I, hang on, I, I made a mistake. I, I meant to stay. I meant to stay silent. We'll both go in for two, and then I just be like, can we just discuss each other to see if we're going to rat each other out?'" <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the police watching the two of us? Okay, who's going to rat who out here? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But we both did it. Yeah, we both did it. We both pouring over policemen. Okay, so if, if you accuse me, but I don't say anything, I go in for three years. If neither of us talk, we both go in for one so, year. So one of the guys is lying, one guy's to tell the truth. What question are we asking? <laughs> Man, our justice system is weird. <laughs> like, this is a justice, like a justice system set up by, like, the Raccoon City Police Department. Like, I just finished playing Resident Evil 2, as I was saying to Rob in the car. Um, Jesus Christ, like, what, like, what is their police department? I, I feel, I feel the way it's, like, structured. Well, it's just like, oh, yes, of course, the secret passage. And I'm like, yes. Or the, the sewer system that has keys that are based off chess pieces. I'm pretty sure what happened is the, um, the underground, like, basement area of it, like that lab, kind of was funding the construction of it. So therefore, they decided to design all these things around it <laughs> without the police sort of knowing, like, oh, hey, we're getting renovations. That's cool. It's like, what are we doing within that wall? Oh, no, I don't know. It's just don't, don't ask about the wall. Don't ask about that. But it's even the, the city sewer system is run through a series of chess piece keys. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> That's like a great idea. <laughs> and to get through one of the doors, you need to have a unique set of these chess pieces keys in specific po in specific positions around a room I mean, if you're considering like the nuclear codes or something you'd want some huge convoluted thing yeah like ridiculous <laughs> method to get it they're going to do that certain action in order to get there so in talking about uh, the residual remake um do you guys so as we clearly were <laughs> as we clearly were. yes of course <laughs> <laughs> with that massive segue yeah but with uh, with the remake like so they changed quite a lot though so like if you look at the original game it's not a carbon copy it was originally drafts instead of chess pieces yeah it was Absolutely. and it was a lot harder <laughs> there, were, there were only two keys one black and one white and that was it it was really shit um but like like so they've obviously changed stuff like um and we've seen this with some games that have been remade recently um but there's also a few games like if you look at medieval which is the uh, which is just launched i think on ps4 um oh is that now i think so and it's but the thing is it's almost from what i gather of every review i've seen a carbon copy of the original game just with the sort of like the graphical improvements some people want that mm. yeah i'm glad the resident evil did something different because it's such a game where uh, so many people have already played it You'd want something new. You'd you want a little bit of like change to it. Yeah, I think so. But a lot of people just want to relive that game they played a long time ago. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, yeah. oh, I didn't actually enjoy this. Well, then, you, then you, most of the time you remember that that game was great ages ago, but it doesn't hold up by modern standards. But you that, get to the water yeah. level or something. You're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. But that's the thing with these, like, sort of, uh, rem like, almost remasters where they're, like, um, adding more modern gameplay mechanics. Like, for example, Resident Evil had the ability to let you save anywhere. Like, yeah. not, not necessarily anywhere, but, like, you didn't have a limited number of saves. Like, you weren't, like, unless you played a harder difficulty. Hmm. Um, and there's also, uh, you know, just little auto-saves and little, like... Uh, did number two have auto-saves in it? it? It did have some auto-saves. It wasn't, I like... I remember there were still ribbons you could use. That's if you play on the hardcore difficulty. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy using the ribbons mainly because it it gave me a Resident Evil feel. It's mm. an extra. It's also an extra thing to think about because you you yeah. have to suddenly pace your saves out. Because I was playing the HD remaster of the first game. Oh yeah, I remember. It's always that. on sale. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always on sale and releases on every single platform in existence. Exactly, but. I never completed the first Resident Evil game, and it took me two fucking years, as I probably mentioned on this podcast, throughout my life. Yeah. But, yeah, those, like, I had to think about those, um, those ink ribbons, because at one point I'd used them, and I had to go through an, a long-ass portion of the game without any, without any save. fucking saving, and I would have to be like, okay, so I do this, 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 this. I knew what I was doing, but you would die to random enemies. And then suddenly it's and like... you'd have to do it all again. Suddenly yeah. you've lost two hours of progress. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's the thing, Resident Evil 2 did include some autosaves. Yeah, um, I mean, that's generally because it's hard at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, I like it, although I think that is disabled on the harder difficulty. Um, yeah. Well, of course, but uh, I mean, give him an option. I think yeah. that's a good thing mm. about it. Just mm. give him the option. No, absolutely. Um, but medieval, from what I gather, all the complaints I've heard about it are problems that it's like yeah, the combat's not great. It's it's problems that, unlike the saving, is terrible because it's often you die, you restart the whole level, and there's a lot of stuff like that. So it's it's an old school. It's game. It's an old school game yeah. that just looks nice. Yeah. Whereas Resident Evil Two is an old school game that looks nice, and they also changed a lot of. Um, and there's even like the Resident Evil 1 remake you played I believe actually was updated because you played the um, it was like the slightly nicer it wasn't like the the old like an emulated one was it it was like the the one you can buy on Steam yeah it's the HD remaster yeah because they actually changed some I, puzzles I, with that as well I played it on um, the PlayStation actually it was PlayStation 4 oh yeah um, but yeah I, I think we might have updated a few other things to it what I do think is I'm going to segue here actually oh um, go ahead uh, everyone's complaining lately about the new generations of Pokemon. Yeah. But I would pretty much say that Pokemon itself is a reskin and remaster every time. And that's going to get a lot of fucking hate because there's new updated like Pokemon and stuff like that. But it's always the same formula. It's always the same. You get started, you have eight gyms, you become the master. Oh, so yeah. in a sense, I would classify that as a remaster each time. Yeah, because it's, it's taking the same it. same formula. Yeah, I absolutely agree with I'd you on that it's side. It's not big enough in order to, for it to be like a whole new game. Which is why people are complaining how, like, we've got smaller decks in the new console version on Switch. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of it. It's like, it's just dumbed it down a little bit for this console. And people are shitting so much over it because um, there's a trending hashtag called Game Freak Lied because they said that there was a smaller decks because they had to build the models from hand and they didn't. Some of them were already there. Okay. Yeah, some of them were literally just taken from Sun and Moon from prior. So what? I don't agree with the fact that they lied to the audience. That's so dumb. I did, I did wonder what I that Pokemon hashtag was about. I don't care that much about the fact that there's not much of a decks. I was about to, to like, to the, the complaints about the decks has been one of the most kind of nitpicky arguments I've heard mostly because we have hit the point where we're over 700 more I think Pokemon yeah, they don't all need to be in that game no. that, that there is nothing wrong with taking that number down in my mind 
Well, because you also have the problem of if you have that many Pokemon, it's kind of the problem that uh, like card games run into, like Hearthstone or Magic, where Balancing. they have to, yeah, they have to phase they phase older sets out to keep the new stuff working together. Mm. Like, so it, it kind of makes sense because if you really just consider it, they are just collectible like items that can be phased in and out as they suit. Are you saying they're not little babies that people I, have a nurture? I'm saying Pokemon you, shouldn't them fight. Yeah. Not like them this. You can, t- you can tell that Ben's a member of Team Rocket, can't you? <laughs> but yeah, like my, I think that's the issue of remasters and reskins. Um, I think remastering needs a new name. Well, you mean, I think remaster and remake have gotten a little bit kind of confused yeah. somewhere yeah, along the years haven't like they? one and the other it's are both like yeah. interchangeable but it's like what like a remaster really should just be taking the original game and maybe upping its quality slightly like that's taking yeah. it taking it to yeah. a new aspect ratio oh, well, Rem- remake I, would be cre- recreating yeah this. literally from scratch re-building. i don't agree that they should cost so much though as a oh no absolutely not i mean if i if they if they cost that much to like make and distribute that means the games that were made fresh should be should cost more, yeah. In a sense, because I, if, the, if the groundwork's already done, you've literally maybe upped the quality yeah. here and there and done a couple of tweaks. That's not worth it, a try second new yeah. game. Yeah. That's the same price as another game which would have been made from a dev yeah. team from scratch. Yeah. Which is you're, you're of course talking about the like the HD upscaly stuff. Like, yeah, because yeah, because there's well, do you fair, we don't get so, we don't get so much of that anymore. And I'm glad um, of those like oh Assassin's Creed HD all three in HD pack, which HD is collection. just it's Devil just the, HD collection, yeah, Silent Hill HD collection. Yeah, it's it's just the 1080p or 720p like upscaled textures and yeah it does it's like some some of those also had lots of problems like um i, I remember i think it was like was it silent hill um had a lot silent of trouble hills had um a bad one on the i think PlayStation free it i is, think it was because I, I remember free. you having it yeah. as well back in the, like, i did have it as, as Nicky Jake like to put it, it has bad fog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's definitely the thing with it. Like, um, I agree. It, it's if a game is being just like sort of upscaled from its previous one, well, yeah, and you see it at like fifty to sixty quid, it's like yeah. that's, that's a bit of a piss take, isn't it? Really? Yeah. It's like how much? How much more work did you put in? Like I'm not, not going to deny that there's work, so there is a value to the but product. I just don't think it's the value not, of the original. They should just give yeah. away for fucking free or no, upscale. But there are modders who will do it for free because yeah, of the exactly. community. But there's also it doesn't require fifty fucking pounds. Of yeah, but it's like what? Work. Look at how many times has Skyrim been re-released now uh, on different on different. Oh, sorry, on different consoles. <laughs> on uh, different consoles with perhaps slightly different like they did the re-release for the special edition with the higher texture quality and they did the switch edition and they did it on the new consoles and the old consoles i think i, think I played it once and then it was like oh it's up for this 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 and i'm like cool I've never, i don't need it i've already I've got it on one them, why would i need it on the others yeah i own it on pc and uh 360 somewhere <laughs> it, i i can't even remember how much the new versions were costed but i would be completely they, unsurprised to find out that they were also released at full price Say they are full price Steam, um, when you already owned the original copy of Skyrim, you got the special edition for free. You did. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say, though, is that the Switch version was still full-priced, like a full 50-quid game. And I, d- I definitely feel like that wasn't warranted. Like, But then again, that's Nintendo. I feel like that's almost Nintendo, because Switch games tend to stay at like a premium price. They said that they want to keep selling the Switch, so they're not going to drop it down the price hmm. in a long while. So. Yeah. That's, but that's the same with their games. Like, if you look at, like, I always remember this uh, thing about Nintendo games is where, um, like, games would generally decrease in value over oh, time. Oh, yeah, they're always they the always, same. They always stay. I've been trying like, to buy Smash for months but at below, like, 40 to 50 quid because I don't want to spend 40 quid because I've already played the game. I've played it a lot. Yeah. And I feel like my playing it with friends, like, 
has sort of diminished in a while. It's we're, devalued we're, it in Yeah, we're, we're not going to pick up a game of Smash regularly enough for me to buy it as 40 to 50 Exactly, quid. yeah. So I don't want to do it, but, but it's still that fucking price. Even used copies, even yeah. used copies retain that sort yeah, of value. You go on eBay and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think our only hope is Black Friday. Yeah, pretty much. Has to be. I mean, that's I, only if you want to I, buy I like an Alexa. See that from, it's one of those weird things where Nintendo's games also very rarely devalue because there is nearly always a market for them. People are still buying them. I mean, I don't know if that's a. I don't know if that says more about Nintendo's fan base than it does the quality of its games. I mean, but the fact I want it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the thing is, at some stage, you will become desperate enough to buy it you at think that price. That, but I probably just forget it because I, I I forgot I pre-ordered Pokemon. Yeah. So maybe I'm justifying myself. I didn't realize, <laughs> I didn't realize you'd pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it because I was like, I want to play a Pokemon game. I play one in like literal years. Yeah. Like, I've been playing like emulated versions. I mean. Yeah. I've been playing legit uh, copy completely of legit copies. <laughs> Don't play this back. <laughs> game uh, Freak sending a letter our way right now. Oh shit! Maddie still hasn't played a Pokemon game. Yeah, I need, to, I need to. But get she's her. getting um, Shield, isn't she? She is going to get yeah. And I've got Sword, so we can like Sword Master our, Race. Yeah, we're gonna cross Sword. Uh. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm in it for fucking Farfetch with a leak Sword. How can you not want that oh, shit? Is that what just sold you? I'm, I'm into Doug Dimmer Dome ga- like wheezing. So. <laughs> oh, that is amazing as well. What's this Doug Dimmer? Um, so yeah. You you remember Weezing? Yes, I know Weezing. Okay, so the the Galarian version of him has an enormous top hat, but he also looks like a nuclear silo, and he has a fucking fantastic like mustache and beard. Uh, it can also mega evolve, so you can have like a giant version of yeah, that's that's a, like, what, a giant top hat. It's Dynamax that's amazing. Yeah. now, isn't it? Something like that. I have no idea. Are there any games that you guys would ever recommend people for a second run? Like second run. So like, uh, what games have you guys completed multiple times? Like you know. What was worth going back again? Skyrim. Yeah. There are so many different ways of playing that game. <laughs> I said that as soon as I said I've never played it again. <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. Like, with Skyrim, I've never actually finished the main story. Really? No, I've never. I, I just get bored of the main story and kind of go off and do side quests. Hmm. Just go and find some elven man and just like nick and cheese. The only, <laughs> that's, the, the, that's the dream. The yeah. only of the Bethesda RPGs I think I've actually properly finished was Fallout 3. Yeah. I, didn't even, like, I prefer New Vegas, but I've never finished it to me in a story because I just get distracted by the world. Ow, there's nothing in I, it. I have finished both, and, what, and the ending of Fallout 3 f- f- fucking pissed me off because you get like locked in that room, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the have to need die the ending. DLC yeah. to continue. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. That's my Fallout experience. Good night, everybody. <laughs> in the end, they released a DLC which allowed you to continue past the main story and play indefinitely. Didn't they also release a patch later on because people got pissy? About I think, it. No, oh, it was only in the DLC. It was um the, the final, no, the final one. Yeah, that guys, they haven't been changing. <laughs> <laughs> but like what, New Vegas? that had a that had hit the end you can't continue I think Fallout 4 might have done the same I genuinely can't remember at this stage did you nuke nuke town yes in my first play when I played Fallout 3 um, I was a monster I was a terrible I went straight in to be a dick in the first place I thought people like you were a myth (laughs) I know I normally don't do that I'm normally like the good guy first playthrough and then like a bad guy later on that feeling of you know what I'm gonna be an asshole taking this and I'm running with it I just I just went like full dick like (laughs) (laughs) Ben's big dick energy strikes again (laughs) but what have you looked at is there any games you've kind of come back to a few times or like uh, ones that you'd recommend people could play through multiple times or? I've played Devil May Cry 3 many a time mm. um, but I don't know it depends on if you like that sort of style um, the problem with most modern games is their experiences where if you go and play it again you won't get that same feel you did in the original time yeah. I know what you mean like with the, the mystery is gone almost yeah, like, like that 
surprised. It, it's the jokes. It's the stuff it gets you to do. You know, it's stuff that doesn't like catch you. Um, I'd say if you just want to have a good time, play maybe Doom. Doom's a good. I'm actually you, playing through Doom at the moment. Yeah, you can go through it, and then you can just go through it again and again. Just like basically, it's a good blasting out some like monsters. Yeah. On Mars, it's just fun. Plus, it makes you feel like an absolute badass. Like, yeah. Even, yeah, I was about to say, Doom was like it achieved its kind of goal so fucking admirably. Like, it's very rare that a game kind of gets its theme and the way it feels quite as on point as Doom did. Doom yeah. did. Yeah, like, the, the thing is, like, it's even down to little things, like the way your character interacts with the world. Like, he doesn't, like... He doesn't, like, just press a button. He fucking slams that button. Or yeah. he, like, you know, like, hits it with his big, meaty hands. He stays in character all the way through. Yeah, and exactly. character is, you know, I'm just here to fucking fuck shit I, up. Yeah, exactly. This is, what, this is what we do. This is what I do. Like, I think easily one of the most badass-feeling moments in the game is actually right at the start, where it's where you're going up that elevator and you're, like, looking at your hand. I think you're loading a gun or, mm. like, like your hand, and you've got the music kicking in and, like, got Samuel, uh, Samuel Pierce or... Samuel Hayden or whatever his name is like talking to you and it's like oh we did it for humanity and then the guitar <laughs> riff comes in and it's just like because well, Eternal's coming out soon so I'm guessing I'm going to have the same I, I need to, to sit down and properly I, play through Doom again I always feel like Eternal has been coming out forever like, I kind of know what you mean I it's, think it's because after playing Doom you're like fuck them on more and yeah, yeah. anticipate it more and then... oh um Dark Souls is another one that's very good to replay because there are so many different ways of playing that game. I still haven't beaten the I've still, three. I've still on the final boss of three, and oh. I can't beat the unkindled. Um, the the the, uh, the 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 last king, whatever his last name is. King, something like that. I was about to say the, the one who's effectively just wearing the charred armor with yeah. the the great link sword. I got to I got to beat Bloodborne, so that's my like Souls esque game. I've yeah, beat. that's fair. Um, you, know, you have to beat at least one Souls game. <laughs> I've not, I've not beat any of the it's Souls hard. games. Dog like, Souls. You gotta do it to just like have that in you. Dog Souls Three, I think, is the easiest Dark Souls game or Souls like completion I've ever had. Um, but that has also probably one of my favorite moments of that entire series because like the whole game you're kind of going through it and it builds up on this idea that all of the previous worlds are colliding and it's got bits of one and it's got bits of two in there and you fight the final boss when it goes into stage two the sword becomes just like a great sword and in the background the music changes so it starts playing the piano riff from the first final well, the, the boss fight of Dark Souls 1 mm -hmm. against Gwyn. And it's got his piano theme as he effectively becomes an analogue to Gwyn in that fight. And it's one of those moments that I always just, I got really, oh like I, when I recognised it, it's like, oh my God, that is so cool. <laughs> now for me, like the games that I've come back to are stuff like uh, Time Splitters, Future Perfect. I think oh! I've made the campaign of that about three or four times, Actually, maybe I, more. I, more, I agree with you on that. Though. That game was fucking amazing. Mm, I don't know graphics hold up very much. <laughs> no, but they, still, they it was up, fun as they fuck. They hold up all right, I think, because they did have a very, like, sort of cartoonish style to them. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I, I, think, didn't I, see, I think I've seen you try to play it again. Uh, that was, point. I think, a bad emulation yeah, whenever I tried to play it again. Um, it. The fact that we never got a new Time Splitters game is still the well, one series then never continuing well, that really upset There's always rumours they're working on a new one. Yeah, but so, I'm never going to listen to those rumors again because I hey, swear they've been rumors of Time Splitters four for I've ten been fucking years. Too many times. That yeah. and Bully. Bully, I think, is a game I've completed maybe six, seven times. I only did it I the once. Came to edit. Yep. <laughs> no, that, that one never really got me quite like the GTA games did. I don't know. Like I, I enjoyed it more. I felt like the story was a bit more like just because it was so much more low key. I kind of yeah. like that. I played the shit out of it as a kid. Yeah. 
I remember I because I wasn't allowed GTA as a kid, mm. but Bully because it was rated fifteen. I could I bought it was like one a, yeah. So you weren't killing people; you were just egging them. Yeah, exactly. And shooting them in the balls. So that kind of like was my GTA in a sense. And yeah. you could like romance everyone. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember they um, they actually tried to get. Uh, I think it was Jack, it was Jack Thompson. Remember that name? Oh. Back in a while, he tried to get Bully banned, and like I think he sent a message to Rockstar being like. We just found uh, gay content in your game, which was that you could romance one of the male. Yeah, you could, you could kiss a guy. Yeah, and saying that, ha, ha, like you're going to get the adult only rating because of this. Oh, because of that. Like, uh, to which Rockstar replied, "The ratings board already knows about this." And <laughs> like, yeah, and they made it 15. So, yep. this is what you get. I'd completely forgotten how ridiculous Jack he was. Thompson he was. was disbarred, which is why we don't hear about him anymore. Yeah. Um, but do you guys ever remember what the first online game you ever played was? Ooh, Halo, Halo 3. Ooh, Halo 3, Gears of War. I think mine uh, was Call of Duty 4. Ah. Yeah, like... Oh, wait. Was Call of Duty before? You know, I would have had a PlayStation before I had an Xbox. Yeah, no, COD 4. I think, yeah, for me, I think it was COD 4, because I I only, like, I remember the first time I played online was round when COD 4 had come out, and I remember having to take my Xbox from where I had it to, like, where the internet was, and, like, I think it was, um, I can't remember, did the Xbox originally have wireless? No, you had to buy buy the attachment. That was at the attachment, or you used an Ethernet cable. It sounds Um, so fucking backwards, right? Yeah, strange. Yeah, I remember... Um, my first, uh, I, I guess technically I would have played PC games online before then because I was always, a, I always had my PC see, when I was growing up. You see, I did have a PC, but I don't think I ever played an online game see, on it. My PC was not capable of doing that stuff yeah. when I was younger. Like it was but, not, a, it was not a sound investment in technology in our household. I was about to say, I couldn't tell you what game I had played on PC. I, I know I must have, but I couldn't tell you what. But my very first paycheck ever. Um, when I started work at Sainsbury's, I got my 200 quid for my eight hours of work of a Saturday. And I went into town. 200 pounds for eight hours work? Uh, yeah, well, what? For the whole month. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, cause, but, like, you made it sound like <laughs> No, no, no. Like, Sainsbury's massively <laughs> overvaluing the shelf stacker. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, so my, first paycheck, my first paycheck, always came, well, my, my, my Sainsbury's money always came out about 200 quid every month. <laughs> Stacks the shelves of six men. <laughs> Stacks the shelves like a god. <laughs> oh. um, Give this man but, yeah, with your first paycheck. Yeah, you. so um, I went into town with a friend of mine who already had an Xbox because he was buying the special edition one, which they released with Halo 3. Right. The one with the, the Master Chief helmet and everything. I rem- my, my friend had that. I made the Halo signs when you started up, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> to help him on his way to buying that, I bought his old Xbox off of him. And even then, not that old, really. Uh, for my paycheck, not all of it. And he then used my money to help him buy the main one. And uh, at the same time, I bought a copy of Halo 3. I took the two of them back home, plugged them both in, and that was my first ever online gaming experience, playing Halo 3. And you got teabagged instantly. And I and I got teabagged instantly. <laughs> yeah. It was the best of times. Yeah, mine was like, still... This is amazing. <laughs> Whoa, I'm being teabagged by a stranger online. Why is that guy crouching on me? <laughs> well, you guys remember, that's where lock and load comes from. <laughs> that was like, that was in my in one of my first games. As if I could ever forget, Benjamin. Okay, yeah. everybody, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Lock and load. Lock and load. I wish I'd won the show. I, I think the first time I went on, like, voice chat was 
we were just playing like search and destroy and we were always being parties hmm. and you'd always have like the guys trolling in the chat so we literally like join the chat just to be like oh fuck you mate oh you know like proper like yeah i was one of those kids who was like oh you slept with your mum, mate oh you're talking about oh i fucking owned you and wrecked you <laughs> and like we would just like cause shit online and looking back on it it's cringy as fuck yeah yeah well, but <laughs> me, and a, me and a couple of friends were playing modern warfare and we got team well we got partnered up against a group of americans we managed to convince them that we were the official United Kingdom team. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I think one of my friends said, right before our match was about to start to all these Americans, oh, yeah, we'll show you how we play for the Queen. Got, in, <laughs> got absolutely <laughs> slaughtered. You just inspired their wrath. Never get that. Whenever there's someone, like, talking shit, you always just try and play a little bit better. Mm. There's been definitely a few times I've been playing online on stuff like Rising Storm or Day of Infamy, and I've just, like, th there's been someone on the voice chat making, just, like, just speaking constantly or saying something really, and just being really annoying, and you're getting, like, the whole team messaging, being like, fuck it, shut the fuck up, we don't care. Yeah. Like, I think there was a debate about Russia in a game I was playing with the other day, <laughs> and I was just like, guys, we're fucking getting napalmed, fucking shoot them, th shoot them, stop typing! <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> the horrors of war Typing <laughs> Typing yeah, I, it's so It always feels really good though When you just silence that one dickhead Oh fucking hell oh. Um, I, I think the worst ones Do you remember when it was prestiging in Modern Warfare Oh yeah. yeah Get to max rank and to prove how little of a life you had Prestige Time and time again I'm actually I, about I a level I... 120 odd now On the newest Call of Duty I don't think I actually. Oh, I, I didn't mean it personally to you. No, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Phoebe's really into it now. Oh really? So she plays when like I'm not around, and then we sometimes play at night too. She's just like properly into Call of Duty. Nice. So like essentially, when I'm not around, she's playing it. When I get home, I have a game or two. So yeah. our rank is just like going up, up and up and up. So we're just playing against people who are like level 50 and odd. And we just, because we're still shit, we're just like halfway <laughs> down a rank, or sometimes we have good matches and we're on top. But people are like, you see high numbers and you think to yourself, oh, they're going to be really good. And then they're and absolute then it's like absolute trash. It's just me playing really terribly. <laughs> like, they're going to think um, we play so much and don't get any better. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, we, well, I was in a game where it was a group of four of them. They were clearly friends. They were all level 100, prestige 10, like literally the max rank you could possibly get. But they were also constantly talking on microphone and they legitimately sounded like the stereotypical ultimate nasal 10-year-old. Mm. And they were fucking infuriating to listen to. To. The neats. I always yeah. find it interesting when I find someone I've muted previously. <laughs> Wait, do they still come back? Yeah, so on Rising Storm, um, when you mute someone, they stay muted. And I've definitely had it before where I've gone into a match, I've checked like checked score or something, yeah. and then saw like one or two people muted, and I'm like... Oh, so it's people you play with before, but mm. you've always been like, these are annoying. <laughs> like, you, what were you doing that made me mute you? Like, and like, then you unmute them, and then you realize straight away, oh, that's oh, why. I don't unmute them. I know that I have that past Ben had his reasons, <laughs> <laughs> and I trust, I trust my past self. Um, that's always good. Cause I, I would have too much of like a, a curiosity, yeah, curiosity of what the fuck, and then you unplug it, and the next thing you know, just hear like Hoover in the background, and that's fucking why, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> I bet it's normally people who've just been doing annoying shit in their mic. Like I hate people who play music down the mic for long periods of time. It fucking annoys me. That's why I'm happy. I've got like headphones rather than just like because why why would you have a microphone and then like speakers next to it yeah yeah like, no, people mean. don't understand the concept of fucking sound nope <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah, you lovely listeners. Back in the day of party headphones. Don't put us on the bus. <laughs> but could you imagine being that kind of guy listening to the Round Robin podcast <laughs> on a the speaker bus. on the bus? <laughs> on their phone, like, yeah. Doing that, doing that thing you used to be able to do where you'd put the, mic, well, the speaker up to your mouth and open it, it would kind of go, wow, 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 wow. For that listener, this is all preview. <laughs> Speaking of things that are recently soon to be deceased, um, the Gims console. That was very cheery. Ah, speaking of deceased. Um, so now that we're starting to see like more game streaming stuff coming in, like PlayStation does it with, I think, an app. I don't know if it's just a PlayStation devices or whether it's all Android devices. Are you thinking um, that... I'm thinking that like how long before we start seeing a decline in the traditional console. So we're not going to see a disc in, play a game. We're going to be just seeing boxes which are designed just to stream shit. Yeah. Like how long do you reckon before that? Now, obviously, I, I counting that... There's at least going to, I'd say, be two more... I'd say I'm banking on at least two more consoles. Yeah. Like, coming out. That's that's saying the Scarlet, one after the Scarlet, mm. or the PS5 from the PS6, and then maybe we'd start to see that decline. I think I'm it gonna depends. I'm going to see it's going to decline. It's going to literally go from um, 2025 to 2030. Yeah, somewhere around I think around that's then. a chunk when it'll literally just transition. It, it'll transition, over. yeah. But what I'm hoping, right, is going into streaming that games... Are, I, Video games is going to go away of you'll have your subscription services, but then you might have one which encompasses all of them. Hmm. Well, I mean, you're kind of starting to see the beginnings of that, although annoyingly, it's kind of also going the way that you're getting currently with stuff like Disney Plus, HBO, uh, HBO Go, I think it's called, um, Hulu, Netflix. I'm hoping this bubble bursts, though. I'm hoping it just results in a huge decline. Yeah. And people just go, well, fuck it. We'll just partner up with like Netflix or someone again. Well, because who wants to have a hundred different streaming services, subscriptions? Exactly, and that's that's the thing is that that uh, gaming is starting to do that as well. So you had you have stuff like Games Pass, yeah, which is more of a larger one. At least but, it's limited, though. Yeah, but you also have. You, the Ubisoft pass, which is coming out, and what the fuck are you going to play in the Ubisoft pass? If they start doing passes simply for genres of games, I will get pissed. Oh, well, it's, Ubisoft has got one. Um, my EA has got one. Mm. And I oh, think... publisher passes can fuck off. Like... Well, I was about to say, I think EA cover enough of the market that that isn't too unreasonable. I think Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft who is wants silly. a pass to play the same Assassin's Creed game like ten fucking times and then occasionally Brexit? Not to mention Ghost Occasionally Re- Brexit. Not to mention Ghost Recon, <laughs> whatever the new one is that's apparently terrible. Yeah, you want to play that though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, right. <laughs> you want our pass, right? What else did Ubisoft make? Um, uh, Rainbow uh, Six, the same Rainbow, Rainbow Six, Siege? Six game again, oh, again. Rainbow Six, yeah. I I am convinced that they pay streamers to play Rainbow Six Siege. It's it, it's actually alright. I've played say, it. Like, it looks fun, but why do so many streamers play Rainbow Six Siege? Like they have big tons of are, For the same reason that you're now seeing Ninja on Mixer, I imagine. Uh, Money. Money. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a big thing. Like, Jesus Christ, I couldn't, like, not see Ninja advertisements on my Xbox for, like, a week. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, we get it. I hate that guy, though. It's like, we get it, Ninja's on, a, on your streaming platform. But don't you get it? You can get some Fortnite V-Bucks, and you can hit the dab just like our boy Ninja, Yeet. <laughs> what the Hello, fellow 10-year-olds. Oh, my God. Hey, what do you think, Rob? Do you reckon we're going to see the end of the console generation in our lifetime? I mean, I, I think it has to happen eventually. Physical media is outdated. It's clearly been dying for a long time. PCs moved away from physical media a long time ago. Yeah. It's going to go all online. It has to. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, judging by the reaction that the Stadia got. 
with them <laughs> doctoring pictures of their uh, library to make it look like it was larger than it was. Soon enough, our consciousness will all be online and you'll have to unlock certain elements of your life to get to it. Yay, pay to win. <laughs> Hello, Charlie Booker. I've got an idea for a Black Mirror episode. But it's everyone. Every one of them. Yeah, no, I, I reckon what's going to happen is you're going to see this like side by side in the next while. So like, I think it's going to be with Scarlet because you're already getting that with the Xbox game streaming service and the PS, uh, mm. P, I think PS4 uh, is one, does it? Um, where you can stream these to separate Wi-Fis, either from your console or you can use uh, the Xbox one allows you to use a console in a data center. Yeah. Um, but I'm just curious to see how that's going to go. I'm trying to work out if they did the streaming surface for ease or for the fact that they want people to stop sharing games. Well, see, the thing is, I reckon what's going to happen is that instead of buying a console, you just get a subscription to the service and that's, you, you pay for the, the the use of a console, essentially, yeah. elsewhere. I mean, over time, it probably makes them more money in the long run. Yeah. Um, but what I'm thinking is, did they do it so people won't, like, obviously trade physical copies of stuff? Anymore? I mean, I find it bizarre that that is something that they felt they needed to crack down on so much. It's going to basically get rid of a lot of um, retailers out there. Yeah. Like, stuff like Game and all those other stores. They're going to be hit hard with this yeah. stuff. The high street is already dying, though. It is already dying. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's, but this is just potentially another nail in the coffin. It also coffins. means, like, a lot of fucking jobs are going, too. Oh, 100%. So, like, the, the streaming services in general is good for like consumers but for anyone who's trying to get like a job it's, I was about to say, it's good for consumers in the short term yeah i mean eventually when shops start closing and money becomes scarce again those systems will die because nobody will be able to afford to play well, them because they won't be able to have jobs thanks to the jobs that were killed by that new service. You can employ people to sit by service to make sure they don't blow up. That could be a good job, couldn't it? That way you don't have to talk to any fucking customers. Mm. <laughs> but we'll see what the future holds then. That's such a cop out. Ha, 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 ha. You know, I've really missed the bending. <laughs> Speaking of bending, Luke, take us away. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Round Robin podcast, please forget to subscribe to us. Are you all right? Okay, Spokes, Spotify, and iTunes. And we're all. Abruptly ended podcasts can be found. And check out our YouTube channel where we have some board game reviews, a board game let's play. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, it was our 100th video. Hopefully the return of our TV and movie drinking game. Yay! This has been Robo Podcast. Yeah, have a good game. Good night.